Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, friend. Welcome to your morning show on demand podcast channel. We appreciate you listening. Hopefully you like this more than the replay channel because you can fast forward. You can fast forward past this if you want, but then you won't mm-hmm. notice in the podcast. You can rewind. You can pause. You can do whatever you want. We appreciate you listening wherever in the world you're listening right now. Thank you. On today's show, we got a War of the Roses Never a good sign when your boyfriend's wife reaches out to say, hey, I think he might be cheating. Your morning show on demand. Let's go. Your morning show. Podcast. Would you guys like to play a game? Mm-hmm. I should have done my jigsaw voice. Like, no, please don't. Um, this will either make you uh, shocked or sad. That should be the game. Okay. A little Price is Right action. Okay. Um, the salaries of TV figures, the so people oh. who are on television or movies, how much they make either per episode or per season. Okay. Now, Alex Trebek, okay. of course, rest in peace, loss mm-hmm. of a legend. Mm-hmm. How much did he make per year of the show? Riley, your guess. At his height? Like going out? Like the, 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 his, most recent, his most recent one. Per year? Mm-hmm. Poop. Uh, $1.5 million? Okay. Rose, your guess. I would say like... Five million, I think. Try ten million. Woo! Ten Woo! million. Oh, that makes me happy for him. I didn't know prices right had that kind of money. Mm, apparently, uh, Pat Sajak, who uh, he's he's uh, a Maryland guy. He okay. lives a local guy. Per year of Wheel of Fortune, which, by the way, the show films six episodes a day for only four days a month. So that which is also that's nice. like six episodes a day. That that's, that's insane. a lot. Like I I could see maybe three yeah. six a day. Okay, Riley, per year of the show, to do Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak brings how much? I'm going to go up higher now this time, $8 million. Okay, Rose, your guess. 7.5. Mm. Well, prices, I guess it's Wheel of Fortune, doesn't work. Damn it. Yeah. Wheel, wheel is wrong. It's $15 million. <laughs> Jeez. Dang. That's not bad for I mean, her. he's been doing it forever, but that means, so it makes sense. So, I mean, it's films, okay, six episodes a day, uh, only four days a month. So I guess I, I don't know how many months though, but if that that's still it's gotta be just one month of filming. I mm-hmm. imagine right. That's gotta be so. That's a lot. But I guess like if I was like, I could probably suck that up for fifteen million dollars. Uh, yeah, if I was a betting man uh, like that. Yeah, be good. yeah, that would change the things. Uh, 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 let's well, go. you have to think the episodes are only that air are only thirty minutes. So sure. and like one episode to film is probably less than that. I would think unless like. I'm sure there's like more I'm mechanics sure. behind oh, yeah, it, stuff but they cut. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Fallon yeah. hosts the Tonight Show per year of Fallon hosting the Tonight Show. Riley, how much did you bring him? Twenty-two million. Okay, Rose, your guess. I'm gonna say twelve million. Sixteen. Oh, uh, oh okay. I guess uh, Jay Leno made reportedly thirty million dollars a year when he hosted. Also, I think Letterman's the richest mm-hmm. one though because Letterman owned the show, mm-hmm. so he got like, he got royalties off the show. Yeah, so that was that's Ooh, a little God, bit that royalty going. money, if only. <laughs> how about this, Doctor Phil? For the <laughs> Doctor Phil show. How much does Doctor <laughs> Phil make per year, Riley? I huh. mean, he's Oprah's protege, so twenty-three million. Okay, Rose, your guess. I'm gonna say twenty-five. Okay, fifty million dollars. <gasps> 
So they say, as a producer wow. and star, Dr. Damn. Phil makes 50% of the show's advertising profit. Wow. Which is not producer. including. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is not including product placement and signing bonuses. So, Ooh. like, if he's wearing a Nike shirt, good chance a man's getting a check for that. Yeah. Uh, but, like, can you hate on it? No. no. Like, that is, um, Just you know. Just throw me a million. Uh, the Fab Five. So, this is the, for the new series of Queer Eye, like, the new, like, mm-hmm. version of it. Per episode, Riley, how much do they make? Per episode. Per episode. Oh, okay. Because mm. I'm trying to think reality TV stars on Real Housewives, so I'm thinking they probably make about $75,000 an episode. Okay. Rose, your guess? Um, Per episode, I'm going to go 10000 I feel like... So they, they yeah. This is seventy five hundred. So that's, that's um, it? Okay. yeah, that's per episode. It might have changed now because I think the show has been like a huge hit again. Yeah. So there's yeah, because well, sure I know they get certain more. veterans of the Real Housewives franchise do get about that seventy five thousand yeah. dollars per episode. That's Which that would be nice, insane money. Um, this, so this is uh, this is twenty seventeen, but so Alan Generous per year. Whoo. Okay. Oh. In 2017? Yeah, so I guess that amount, that's the most recent contract that she signed or what? But if you had to guess, Riley? $38 million. Okay. Rose, your guess? I'm going to say $50 million. Correct, Rose. $50 million on the dot. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got, like, production wow. companies, I feel like. Like, she does more than just host the show, right? Yeah, but I think they don't really state if it's just for the hosting duties or if it's the other businesses as well. Oh, okay. But, um, this one I thought was the most interesting one. The so Shark Tank, how much the sharks get per episode? The people like, that decide who like like it's like Mark Cuban and uh oh, okay. Damon John and, and uh I was saying Kevin O'Leary, like those those guys and Barbara and the whole gang, how much do they get per episode? Uh, per episode. I'm gonna go up because I'm keeping me like jipping these people. Forty million? Per episode? Oh per, per episode. episode. I thought you meant through season. Okay, uh And there well, is six of them, so that's the other twenty three thousand. Okay. Rose, your guess? Um, getting forty per person. It's fifty. Jeez. So, but it's also too like. And okay. This might be a question. We got get our, our good friend Sammy K on the show because Sammy was on Shark Tank for mm-hmm. Snacklands. Because I don't, I don't know. Like, Bomb, they, by the they way. invest their own money into it. So, like, in reality, like fifty thousand dollars isn't bad to show up and potentially make millions of dollars off a company. Oh yeah, so. yeah, that's true. And the best one of all time, Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. How much does she make per year, Riley? Um, let's go with sixteen million. Okay, Rose, your guess. Um, I'm gonna go with the twenty. Four million, which like uh, not bad. Okay. I mean, not bad. Not bad. That's not bad. it, though. That's what, according to this, four million dollars. She's and never, Pat Sajak made how much? You said uh, it was twelve, maybe. I think. Hold on. Okay. Go back to I the mean, stage. there's a very big difference between hosting a show and speaking and being that personality. Besides, Does she talk though. No, okay. I'm talking about the difference she that does he at the made end. versus her. Pat made fifteen or makes fifteen. Right. So I mean, I okay. understand that difference because really, she was beautiful and she was yeah. poised, but she's not the one doing the talking and running the show. She's also worn over sixty-five hundred dresses, never repeating an outfit. Oh. Per episode is made. It is like almost not funny is the word to me, but like it is um ironic isn't either. Maybe it's funny. Like we're over a year into like this whole function, right? As far as far as a pandemic. Yeah. But Huffington Post just put out the rudest things you can do during a, a work Zoom meeting, which like I feel <laughs> like we should have known this probably like month 
queue. Like this, this we shouldn't be like you know month fourteen talking about it. No, uh, Riley, to you, what is one of the rudest things you can do in a work zoom? Um, I feel like the rudest thing you do in a work zoom is like text. Like literally, if I can see your phone mm, and okay. I'm talking to you, yeah. or even if it's like I'm not even talking to you, but I'm sitting in this meeting too, I'm like, hi. You know, like yeah, my time that. is important. Yeah, put the phone down. Especially if it's like they've said their point and now they now I'm done. Yep. Yeah, listen, Mike I've, drops I've you said, later. I've I've inspired you, and now you're, it's your turn to talk to yourself. Okay, yep. I agree with that. Rose, how about you? Um, I was gonna say that one too, but also if you ask questions that were already covered, like in the meeting, or just ask questions, just to ask questions, like, uh, don't do that. Yeah, that's always like for me my biggest like pet peeve, and it's mainly because like a morning show is different. Because when we're done for the show, it's it's no different than being done wherever you work. Because at the end of the day, and you just want to go home. Mm-hmm. But like when we do like meetings, everybody's like, we're going to do a meeting at noon, and for us, it's like we've been up since like three. Yep. But like everybody else seems very happy yeah. to do it because they get to miss work for an hour. Yep. And I've always brought up the point that if we did these meetings at three thirty in the morning, we'd be great. It'd be great for us to do this meeting at three thirty. We'll be ready to go. Or if we did that like on a Saturday, ain't nobody going. Like that. That is my overall. And that's why, like, I my biggest pet peeve about Zoom meetings is when people just have no, like, they have clearly have nothing to do for the day. So it's just like, well, I'm just going to talk and uh, just talk. It's yeah, like, no, good we, we for all, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, the last place I want to be is on the Zoom. The first thing they say uh, for Huffington Post is not using the mute button. That is true. That is like that. That is uh, me. It's like it's like nobody wants to hear your dog or I love my kids, but yeah. your kids screaming in the background. Like just mute. Especially if like if you show up late. Yeah. Or if you're not talking. Like, it just not, it shows the lack of care yeah. for everybody else in the conversation. It's just like it's just so hard to listen. And then it's like we know which one of you it is because the the box lights up. Like we can see that. That's why when I first did a Zoom with our boss, I tried to make it seem like I was losing connection, and uh, I was muting, unmuting, so I'd be like this, and I would go back and forth. Oh, and then, stop. That um, my ears hurt. And no. I realized that my screen said muted when I muted. So, because my boss was like, hey, wait, I can see you muted the screen. I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't count then. Uh, number two, gossiping in the chat. So we're talking, which I don't, I don't never really I don't use, ever the, use chat. the chat. I've yeah. seen Everyone people like gossiping that, in it, but though. I don't like. I, it's too much like distraction for me. Well, Rose, you can send private messages in the in chat, so you can send like a oh, message. Okay. Yeah. So, so that to me is also dangerous. Where I wouldn't want to do it in the app that we're yeah, on. Yeah, so somebody can see it. Yeah. Um, showing up late. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, that's just like. It's like people think that like five, six, seven minutes, like five minutes I can deal with. But like once you get to like nine minutes, I'm annoyed with you. I mean, it is like, I still think being late on a, a, a conference call is the worst where it's like, beep, is Jim there? And then it comes on, it's like, beep, and you just hear people mm-hmm. joining and then they talk. It's like, yep. we, bro, we've, we've, been, we've done been here. Just shh. So that's showing up late. Uh, 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 talking over others. Yes. Especially like on a Zoom, like you have to like wait to like they have the raise your hand feature for reasons. So it's like you're not talking yeah. over mm-hmm. each other because that. You have like me. sixteen people in a Zoom sometimes, and then yes. you're not going to get anything done. No, uh, appearing and appearing too casual. Ooh, this is a big one. I say pay attention to your appearance. Conducting meetings via Zoom doesn't mean you should neglect your appearance. Give the True. same level of importance as you would normal business meeting. I mean, we do like a lot of like client meetings. So I try to at least like from the top up look presentable. Yeah, I like, may not have pants on, but I'll put some lashes on for you. We save that for <laughs> later. Uh, eating on camera. Oh, oh, yes. That's another one because I'm sensitive yeah. about eating noises too. Like chewing, I can't deal with you and I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it. And I also don't want to waste my time like having you do that. Yeah, that I guess I don't know if I've ever seen somebody eat on it. I don't remember. I'm sure I have, but that, that would be for me. Uh, dragging it out. Yeah, that's what we kind of talked about. Uh, uh, um, having inappropriate background. 
Yeah, that like John. Well, no, well, <laughs> didn't that, you do that yeah, once on accident. accident? Well, because like I was on a separate. I was on like we used to do like work happy hours. So I was um, poking fun at one of our sales girls, and there's a photo of her. And I don't know if I was in or not, but we're having a, a cigar downtown. And then like, I got hopped on a call with a, a lovely charity, and it was I realized that was still the background, so I changed that quickly. Um, Oops. The last one they say. This is true too. Not engaging because they, they and they say not cheering on your camera because it was really sad. Like the beginning of the school year to see like to talk to teachers. So like it, oh, it, you know, we teachers. we don't teach for cash. We teach interact. So I like I can't imagine like I mean I know for me like not being able to coach my full team sucked. Mm-hmm. Like that's why you do it. So to be a teacher and not have the kids' cameras on, it's like what are we even? I mean, there were so many videos of like all the kids turning their cameras on and yep. the teachers being so surprised. It was heartbreaking. Oh, it was yeah. like, oh, so we'll get the uh, the list up ymsradio.com. But those are the uh, the rudest things you can do during the Zoom. It's your morning show. If you uh, haven't yet, make sure you follow us on everything. Uh, Hoodie does a great job with the Facebook and the Twitter and the Snapchat and the uh, TikTok and the YouTube. All there's the a video of a there's like the video stuff of the show is really cool because it kind of gets you like to see uh, in our heads when stuff's happening and the stuff we don't expect to happen. All you got to do is search YMS Radio and everything. It is all right there as we inch closer and closer to hopefully you having a lovely spring break. I wanted to do this. I think it's hella important. Toxic positivity at work. Hang on. Sometimes I wish we could hear people listening to the show because I feel like this list I'm about (laughs) to do, people are going to make a lot of like, mmm, like anger agreements. The five signs you're experiencing toxic positivity at work. Now, toxic positivity sounds like an oxymoron. It's not, though. It really does. I I understand. Uh, I think dudes are guilty of this when your girl tells you a problem and your response is, we're going to be positive, we're going to fix this. It's so annoying. That's not necessarily what we're looking for. Positivity is fine. However, comma, if I need to have someone validate my feelings by listening instead of telling me a bunch of like Instagram memes, please do that. I think as far as like, um, maybe, I don't know. I think coaching's helped me with this, and, and obviously the show. Like, there's a difference when you want to be as positive as possible, but also people tune that out when if the ship is sinking, it's you can't be on the Titanic. Like, no, it's fine. We're gonna weld it. It's like, no, you yeah. gotta have a little bit of honesty. The yeah. first thing they say for sure for toxic positivity at work is people tell you to be positive about legitimate concerns. Like, if you're concerned about a situation, if you're concerned that like you're being set up to fail, and they say, well, try to be more positive. Oh, yeah. My mother does this to me, and God bless her. She always wants me to look on the bright side of things. But sometimes I'm like, Mom, no, I know this is going to fail, and I need to accept it. Mm-hmm. Because the ball is already rolling down the side of the mountain, and there's nothing stopping it. It's going to hit the water. You well, know? Like, And she's like, oh, but be positive. Maybe some cloud will come and pick it up. Like, what? Well, they say so for a manager, you can tell they're actually listening if they meet that statement with, well, tell me more. Or, like, I'm listening to you, but tell me why you feel that way. I've tried to realize that too. Like, yeah. Again, like with the show, like, if somebody comes to me with an issue with the show, my, or if it's coaching or if it's the podcast, the tour, my first thought is, well, if they're telling me this, they believe it at some point. Yeah. I, I might not see it, but they're not telling me this just to blow smoke. Like, they're, right. they're actually seeing this. There's reason for it. Uh, number two, your boss says everything will be fine as the company's future is grim and uncertain. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> that, but that's also, that's hard, though, too, especially the last like yeah. year. Uh-huh. Um, the psychologist says people really want is respect from their leaders in transparent, transparency, honesty, Absolutely. and integrity. Absolutely. Right. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Don't say something you don't mean. People will respect you a hell of a lot more if you are honest and it's an answer they don't like. Or even if it's a, I don't know the answer to that. I'm hoping it's positive. That like I would take that rather than you blowing smoke up my butt any day. Well, and that's what they say too, Rose. Especially if it's like uh, layoffs are coming, that kind of thing. Which again, it's been yes. a rough like year and a half. Yeah. Um, it's better for a boss to say they don't know than you're going to be okay. Yeah. Which. Yeah, yeah, thousand percent. I don't know the answer to that. I, that's I may. That's what I realized yep. when I'm I've, as I've gotten older. So it's easier to tell the truth because at least I, I I've always said like we do like um, video conferences and stuff. I've always said at least I try to be honest with people so that if I tell Riley something, she knows it's not me trying to be an ass. It's because yeah. I'm trying to be helpful. Yeah. And I think sometimes the honesty things is real. So I've always wanted that. that, like from you and from everybody though, because I like you get to the nitty gritty. Let's like not mince words here. Um, the next one, you experience unemployment or any kind of loss, and colleagues tell you to look on the bright side. I, what bright uh, side is there? Like, it's, Even if there is one, it's almost impossible to see in that state. Yeah. I, I almost wonder if it's because you don't know what else to say. It's like when a family or somebody, a friend has a family member die, it's like... What nothing, do you say? And I, and I, I find myself yeah. saying, like, I know nothing I say is going to make it better. Like, There's nothing I can say, but also you can't just say nothing, though, either. Yeah. It's a very yeah, hard because we've all had friends laid off, and it's like, well, nothing I can say is to make it feel better, but if I don't say something. I'm going to be an ass here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what, like, if I got laid off, I wouldn't want people to be like, that really sucks, John. Yeah. Sorry. Man, that sucks. Sucks for you. I always try to tell people that um, if they got laid off, like, well, enjoy the day off while you can because you know you're going to be back working soon. But that, that's still, it's like, yeah, I agree. I It's hard. Um, they say, um, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That well, it's kind of this is one that's not a really clear answer though. Say so don't consult unless you're you're clearly asked to consult. That's probably true too. Oh right? yeah. So yeah. This, yes, yeah. I don't really need you to give me a circle of advice unless I ask you for it. That's probably the biggest one I think too. I mean, we'll put the full list up at ymsradio.com. But I think uh, every now and then you just, you just gotta spit it real. That's why Eric is. I listen. Talk about toxic positivity. Alt Eric. Do you think he knows no, what it is? No, Eric. Mm. You can hear quick. 
Did you just say what? He did. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, my bad, bro. My bad, dog. <laughs> can I, hey, can I ask you? Uh, define toxic positivity. Do you think you're guilty of it? Toxic positivity? Yes. No, not at all. <laughs> you don't think if if somebody brings you a problem, you don't try to be like, no, it's going to be okay. Look on the bright side. No, just try to figure it out. There it is. Oh. See? Figure it out, baby. <laughs> what does Love it matter? It. Figure it out. 90s game show. Shout out to Summer <laughs> Sanders. Yeah. We'll get the Boy, list at uh, ymsradio.com. I'm usually not a fan of like the million dating trends because I feel like there's a bunch that go for the same thing. However, in this particular case, there's one person I know that I think this applies to. Five million percent apocalypsing is uh, a, a dating trend that kind of was born in 2021. All right. Uh, Riley, if you had to guess, what's apocalypsing? Oh, apocalypsing could be like a super catastrophic type breakup. Okay. Like when you make it extra to break up with them, um, like so bad that it didn't even have to be that serious. Like you burn the bridge entirely? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like scorched earth policy? Yes. Okay, that's a good guess. Uh, Rose, if you had to guess, apocalypsing is what? I feel like this would be you be like, you feel like this is it. I have to be with this person like immediately because... Everyone hasn't really been able to go out or date. Yeah, that's kind of it. So it's, and I think this is brilliant. It's it's term for treating every relationship like they are your last. Like this is your last chance. This is this is all you're ever gonna get again. Oh, I don't like that. So like, so you have to like, you, you can't move on. I have a lot of friends I feel like who went through this. Like, if, like they as they got into like their mid and late twenties, where it's like, uh, yeah, I hate this person. They're paying the ass, but we be, we've been together for you know four years. I can't be single at twenty seven. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you can. Yeah, you yes, can. you can, and you should. I, I promise you. They talked to this psychologist and marriage therapist. Her name is Danielle Forshee, and she was talking about how um, well a lot of it had to do with like lockdown last year, especially with like your options were limited. So it was like the second thing started to kind of get a little bit lifted. You would ignore red flags and just try oh, to make it work. Don't now, do this. You the, know how many relationships yeah. I had that were so crappy that were like just this. Oh, that's why I said Riley. This is 100 percent reminds me of you. Yeah. So like, what what was about, what was about the relationship for you? It, it was just like the whole idea of just thinking that nothing was going to be better or that I didn't deserve better or I just was gonna die if I was single. Like God forbid, instead of fighting with my stupid boyfriend at the time, that I go see a movie by myself. It was so sad to be stuck in that cycle of just saying uh there's got to be something better out here than this yeah that, that's like uh i've again like i've had friends with that where i can just tell they're not happy but it's just kind of like yeah but we've been together for so long like listen i get i was i get it yeah i was there hear something funny i would love to i love the jokes one time i decided that i was done with it and i was going to be happy with just being myself boom five days later there was marshall Look and look at that. After wait, this is what, this is the Riley Couture how to get married. Okay, ah. swear off men. Say you're having a yeah. dry January, and mm-hmm. then when yep. your co-host IJ calls you out for like five days in having a damp January, get angry and say he's wrong. <laughs> well, that was a true story, that, but it worked out okay, right? Absolutely. So they say when you apocalypse, you ignore red flags. Which is the biggest thing? So you you ignore uh, anything yeah. that might be bad because this is the one. This has this is gonna work. No matter what, it's I, gotta yeah. be there. It looks good on paper. Right. He's cute. He makes great yeah. money. He's got a nice car. But he's eyeing my friend a little bit too close. Yeah, it's like yeah, he texts or other girls. Yeah, like when he's mm-hmm. out with his friends, he doesn't text back. And yeah, he's that that one girlfriend. But he always comes home. Yeah, but eventually, one girl Kim, like 
They're just friends, but she hates me for no reason. If but she's always around. You have to make uh-huh. this excuse, and you're telling your best girlfriend in the world, and she's giving you that side eye like, boo, come on. There's your red flag. Uh-huh. It's time to exit to the left. The, the psychologist says to, uh, she stresses to sharpen your eye for BS. Yes. Talking virtually creates hmm. a fake sense of who somebody is. So you have to like actually pay attention so you can pick up on the cues. Yeah. yeah. To see if they, if they, if you ask them a straight question, it's easier to like hide it on like a FaceTime. Totally. You can't, you can't pick up the breathing or the sweat or on their the face. Or the side eyes. Yes. Listen. <laughs> yep. I, I, I agree. I, again, having gone through a very public breakup, it be scary at first, but I am a five million times happier now than I ever was like in the actual relationship. I hate to so say it this it. way, but breakups can be worth it. Absolutely they can be. Yeah, agreed. Write a song. Do a comedy tour. Mm-hmm. Look what happens. <laughs> By next week, this time we will know. Our iHeartRadio Music Awards are back coming to Fox on May 27th, so but next Wednesday, April 7th. 9 a.m. Find out which of your favorite artists have been nominated right here. So next Wednesday, 9 a.m., you listen to your morning show. We're going to tell you which artists have been nominated for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. We are so pumped for the show. The artists are, too, mm-hmm. because it's like the one awards show where they actually know how the awards are given out. That's why they're excited True. to be there, and that's why we're excited for it. So next Wednesday, we'll let you know who's been nominated. I wanted to get to this. I feel like it's hella important, especially this last, like, 14 months. How to show empathy. Do a next new morning show. Oh, this is good. The uh, easy ways to express empathy in your next conversation. Can we get an actual like, definition of empathy? Because I feel like it's one of those things where nobody, like, off the top, that's like you can, you can feel other people's pain, essentially, em- right? Empathy. The, like, abil- the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Okay. So, like, if, if, like, if you're telling me something, Riley, like, I'm able to, like, okay, I, I can feel your pain. I empathize with you. So, it's okay. not like sympathy where you're like, oh, you poor baby. It's I understand how you feel. Do you feel like you are an empathetic person? I try to be, yeah. Okay. I mean, because I wasn't always. So now in situations that I've kind of, you know, you know better, you be better. When somebody's going through something, I try to stick myself in their shoes for oh, a second. I like that. You know better, you be better. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. All right, Rose, do you think you're an empathetic person? Yeah, I think so. Definitely grown over the years, too. Yeah, I guess I like, you know, being a dude... I also, I'm also weird You're with emotion. Empathetic. Yeah, I, I think I can be, but I also just, I, sometimes I just don't, my head is so far, my head's down and going forward all the time, so I forget to look up and like see what's around me kind of situation. No, I think you're empathetic. I think sometimes okay. you don't think you are, but you are. Look at me. Sometimes I surprise Air. myself. So this, um, they asked um, this social entrepreneur how to show people in life that you care. How do you get that title? I don't know, but this <laughs> is like one of those things where I think like I learned this a lot. You know, a couple of weeks ago we we had uh, you know going through some losses in, in our lives. Like yeah. it was nice having people reaching out to like under like not even just to be like to put. Like I, it's a weird thing. I, not people like putting like their sorrow on you, but trying to like help ease the burden a little bit. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first yeah. thing she says is show them that you notice they're struggling, which is huge. Oh, yeah. They say sometimes people just need an ear to bend or a shoulder to cry. And when you notice somebody is off, uh, she says, "Ask, hey, are you okay? Or you look worried? Is something going on? Then just listen to what they have to say." Good strategy. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, Riley, you've like a couple of times like said to me like, "Hey, are you okay? Are you doing too much?" And I was well, like, "Well, because you won't like you yeah. won't admit it. You won't let like let it out. You're never gonna come to me and be like, Riley, I'm struggling. It's just not your mo. And no. you just don't. You don't put that on other people. So for me, I just I gotta poke at you a couple of times. Like, wait a minute, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. No, no, no. You okay? No, yeah, for fine. sure. And I think like that helped me in that moment realize like, oh, okay, something 
is clearly off that people are noticing. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it just like, gives so you a second huge. to take a breath and reevaluate a minute. Uh, the second thing that she says to do is ask them, can you help me understand? Which I think that's huge. It says when you use a phrase like this, um, what you're really saying is you care and you're not trying to fix their life. But so it also forces them to process their own feelings, too. Because if they yeah. have to regurgitate it back to you, they got to understand it themselves. I think more dudes need to use this phrase because we just don't know, understand a lot. But especially <laughs> if there's like something wrong, like help me understand. I think is a huge thing. Yeah. That's like I want to mm-hmm. help, but I just don't know what help I can be. True. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the final thing, oh, this one I think is, is this could be if he is sharing observations. So if your friends or coworkers aren't coming to you with their issues, you'll have to go to them. So when you approach them, make sure you're letting them know uh, you're firmly on their side and you're there to listen and support them. So I guess they say this is your chance you to get your You want to read that one again for yourself, Jonathan? What do you mean? Like, honestly, like I said before, you will not come to somebody else with your problems. No. You will not put that on other people. No. But when they come to you... Take it in. And I'm not saying you don't accept help, but you kind of don't. How do I put this? You're worried about other things and your head down keeping forward, like you said. Yeah. So when it comes to like self-care for you, you, you don't really respond very well. No, I think that's also like that's like the nature of the 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 chair that I'm in is like supposed to be the, the leader. You to can't pour from an else. empty cup, sir. Okay, well, now I'm thirsty, so... Um, <laughs> water. Drink water. I thought this is really... I mean, this, this to me is, like, really good, especially, like, this past year, I think, just, like, being observant. It's funny. It's, like, we talk about, like, that we had that, you know, obviously, when, when Kane passed uh, a couple of uh, weeks back, people talked about that Monday show. So, Tuesday, we did, like, the memorial show, but people were surprised that Monday we did the show, and, like, that, to me, was, like, a big eye-opening, like, oh, like... If we hit that, imagine what people are like hiding every day in their lives. They just don't realize what they're going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was a big, like, oh, damn. Yep. So, the biggest sorrows are hidden by the biggest smile sometimes. Oh, that's all emotion. Ugh. Is it like, wrong, though? No, it's true. So, we'll get this up ymsradio.com. We consider ourselves a circle of trust on your morning show. And I, mm-hmm. I will say this. Um, I, intern John, I have my in, my flaws, my insecurities. Um, but you know, I I admire Riley posting all of her workout videos. I do. I know if I did that kind of stuff, I would be torched because it, why? Because for me, I know if I posted like th- this is the the funny thing about the like everybody has their own communities. Mm-hmm. The workout community, there's a lot of very nice people in there, but then there'll be the guy that's like, your form is so raw. Oh, but do you, you think I don't get, doing... you think I don't get that on a daily, like all of the time? Like, this is this way. I love my fitness community, don't get me wrong, but there's some jerks amongst them too, that it's just like, dude, don't knock somebody for even trying. Did they ask you to correct their form? Yeah. No, they did not. Well, th- there's, uh, I posted the last like workout video I posted as a post, I was doing box jumps mm-hmm. and it was like, I don't, know, I don't remember how it was, but people are like that's all you can do. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, side uh, you note: know? box jumps are not easy, and is nine times out of ten the stuff that looks super easy on the IG is the stuff that's hard. Oh, and I like, I have injuries, and that's another story entirely. But the reason I bring right. it up though, Life Hacker put out uh, uh, tips for how to deal with negative comments on your workout posts. Oh yeah, I just, <laughs> I, you know it's it's an odd thing, and maybe I realize this as I've gotten older. It's like I used to be annoyed at the beginning of the year and like. New people at the gym, 
But then it's like, yeah, they're just trying to be like a better version of themselves. Like, who the hell yeah. wants to be like? It all starts with that first step. And I remember when I first went into the gym without my trainer, I was literally shaking because I knew how to do what I was doing, but I was so afraid of the judgy yeah. wudgy was a bear people that I was like, I almost <laughs> didn't want to go. And now I'm just like, screw it. I don't care. Like if my form isn't perfect for you, well, this isn't your ass that's going to look great later. So uh, the first thing they say you need to do is how to know how to recognize a troll. Yeah. Which, like, isn't a huge revelation, but I think we probably learned it more for Sam because there's just some people that they're just looking to be asses. So, mm-hmm. they're like, you, you can think you can come up with the best insult you have. I can be a troll sometimes. And it's like, if you feed into that, all it does is, like, make me more excited. So, it's like some, the the, the best thing you do to troll is literally ignore them because then it's like, you're not even giving the attention. Yeah, you know it I mean? doesn't, it doesn't, like, it used to phase me, don't get me wrong, but now I'm just like, you're a sad little person that or, you're like a keyboard warrior right now. Or just do what I did, wait three years, <laughs> get a friend like Sauce who can flowers. find that person's address. I, oh man, I wish I could have seen her face. But that, that, that but to be fair though, she deserved it. Like, it was like, she wrote like horrendous stuff for years. Yeah. And then there's a photo I posted yeah. and you were saying, oh my gosh, John, you look really good. And she was like, no, he doesn't. He looks like a slob. And I was like, all right, Ugh. I'm going to send you a thank Sheesh. you note. Mm-hmm. This is probably the big one too, but I also think this is just for like, they're saying for workouts, but I think it applies to anything. Don't assume the negative comments know what they're talking about. Fam, hmm. this is, this is some real, mm-hmm. some real, and anything you do, Everybody thinks they, it, it is, fast, now, I don't know Oh, everybody lot. becomes an expert when On they've everything. got a keyboard in front of them. I mean, it's Always. just, God, like with every in time everything, there's an, yeah, an you're election, right. it's just Mothering, like. Mothering, elections, yeah. relationships, wardrobe, anything. It's like, oh, I know all because I can type, type away right now. Ugh. They, um, they say, so obviously you're going to get a lot of quote unquote experts telling you form and other solicited advice, yada, yada. So you don't have to listen to them, but since you're probably going to anyway, or at least I like read the comments, ask yourself the following two questions. Is the person you're listening to someone you seek out for their expertise? Exactly. Like, I think like, it's funny when people come mm-hmm. at me that way. I'm like, hmm, I've got a personal trainer with 20 years in the business. My fiance is a strength coach, and I've been doing this type of working out for almost five years. So yeah, let me listen to you. The other one is um, ask yourself if you really want a form check, which is probably true. It's like, yeah, I don't want any help anyway, so I'm not even going to bother. If I want help, I will ask for it. Trust me. Uh, The last one is, I mean, I really do think this applies to anything, but um, you don't have to argue. So jumping in the replies is not going to be worth your time. Yeah. I rarely, I, I try to reply to all com, like positive things, and what I found is, like, for the most part, as long as you're a decent person, people will defend you in the comments anyway. Yeah, so you don't, you don't really even don't have to yeah, they do. about it. Exactly. Um, every mm-hmm. now and then, I, if it gets to be something that gets real ignorant and stupid, then I'll come in with the you swift, have, like... Every once and again, we're only human. you got to have a little bit of a clap back. But I also think if people know you get reaction every time, it loses its, like, gusto, but, like... Every now and then, people need a shot across the bow. Mm-hmm. Just know, like, hey, for sure, I see, and there it is. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, one was funny. I always tell my kids when I coach hockey because, like, teenage boys, it's like somebody says something to me in the ice, I have to punch them in the face. <laughs> and I was like, fellas, I'm gonna be honest, not if worth you, it. If you saw my timeline on some days, you'd cry. Yeah, like it, like it doesn't do anything in response. There it is. So get, I'm gonna start posting a lot of bicep pics. Do it. Well, I gotta get some. <laughs> 
We're very pumped. For one thing, we're commercial free for the next hour anymore. Yeah. Show. That is uh, very good. But our iHeartRadio Music Awards coming to Fox May 27th. And next Wednesday, April 7th, you're going to find out which of your favorite artists have been nominated. Because next Wednesday, 9 a.m. right here in your morning show, we get to read the nominations. It is uh, it's a big task. What if we say the wrong thing? What if we say the wrong artist? That would suck. Ooh, I hope oh, we don't. In my own head. Yeah. But the, uh, the show itself is May 27th. Next Wednesday, the 7th, 9 a.m., we'll let you know who is going to be uh, nominated for the awards. Very excited. Our iHeartRadio Music Awards. I want to do... Oh, okay, I'm going to get the button, the dump button ready for this. Uh-oh. Wish I Didn't Know. Next. Let's do this. From the uh, the board game collection, I Wish I Didn't Know. Got Ooh. it. A bunch of cards. I will read the question. You play against either uh, Riley or Rose. I, w- I would play, but I have the answers. So that makes yeah, it a little bit Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. So, for instance, uh, Riley, here's your question. Okay. In its entire history, only one professional American football player has died on the field. Okay. Which, oh which sport has killed 34 participants in that same time span? Is it A, horse racing, B, hockey, C, race car driving, or D, boxing? I was going to say, I don't know, uh, race car driving. That is incorrect. Rose, your guest. Boxing? That is incorrect. Riley, back to you. Is it hockey? Incorrect. So Rose gets it by the, it's horse racing. Wow. Yeah, horse I mean, racing. I guess it makes horse sense. Like, up and get trampled. Yeah, I would have thought race yeah. car driving would have been it. Yes. Yeah, so Louise, according to uh, according to this, it is uh, okay. So let's go to another another example. Okay. All right. Over 25% of daily search engine requests are people looking for what? <laughs> is it A, dieting tips? Yeah. B, advice hmm. about committing murder? Which, by the way, if you Google that, Please, no. you might be the biggest idiot. You should get caught. C, adult content? Or D, medical advice? Riley, I'll, go, I'll let you go first. I look for dieting tips. So. That is incorrect, really? Rose. Really? Okay. Medical advice? Incorrect. Riley, back to you. Dang. Uh, what was the other one? Murder? Advice about committing murder or adult content? I'm going to go with murder? Incorrect. It is adult content. Oh, my gosh. Over 25% of daily search engine requests are for adult content. Y'all be getting busy I feel like there should be a lot of people, like, asking how to spell things. Because that's what I use Google for on a daily basis. Maybe that's the other, like, 75%. But that's, um, this is going to melt minds. I wish I didn't know. This one's hard. Oh, it is. On your morning show. All right, let's go to Sarah first. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Okay, you understand how to play the game, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, who do you want to play against? Um, Rose. Okay, good yeah. answer. Very easy answer. Let's do it. I'll let you go first, Sarah. Here's your first question. And again, it is multiple okay. choice. Okay. Ryan okay. Stock set the world record for shoving this object a total of 56 centimeters up his nose. Was it A, a glow stick? B, a knife, C, a pencil, or D, a feminine product? Um, 56 centimeters. Uh, C. I'm going to go C. I'm going to go C. It is not a pencil. Rose, that means I'll go. you can steal. It's either a glow stick, a knife, or a feminine product. I'm just thinking, like, logistically, a glow stick, if it's a skinny one, makes more sense to me. It was a glow stick. Yeah! Yes, it was a glow what? stick. Yeah, I know. And okay. what? And what, <laughs> what? How many? Inches is 56 centimeters, know, by what, the way. What record to have, by the way? Okay, Rose, this is to you now. Okay. A 2014 study proved beer goggles are a real thing, and the impairment can make people think these are also better looking than they are. Is it A, 
pictures of dogs, B, pictures of loved ones, C, pictures of landscapes, or D, pictures of themselves? Pictures of themselves. As incorrect, Sarah, really? if you want to okay. steal, it is either A, Ooh. pictures of dogs, B, pictures of loved ones, or C, pictures of landscapes. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, I'm going to say A, pictures of dogs. Incorrect. It's landscapes. Oh, I guess like if you're, so if you're drunk enough where it's like, oh, that's that is so that's pretty. So and it's like, that's the silver flag. What do you mean it's pretty? Wow, but look Whoa. at the dome on top of it. This that's is yeah. so amazing. That's All right, interesting. I'll give you one, one more, Sarah. Okay. Oh, okay. If you're out hiking and come across wombat poop, here's what? a weird fact about their feces. Okay. Is it A, their poo is one of their main food sources. Ew. Is it B, their poo doesn't stink? Is it C, it comes out of their mouth? Or is it Ooh. D, it comes out perfectly cubed? Ooh. I'm going to say it doesn't smell. I'm going to say wombat, it doesn't smell. Oh, incorrect. Rose, do you want to steal? It's either it's their main food source, it comes out of their mouth, or it's perfectly cubed. I think I've heard that it's perfectly cubed. That is correct. It is perfectly cubed. Yes. That's Rose, so you weird. are you in this round. Sarah, can I yeah. put you in hold to get you a throwback shirt? Yes, please. After hold, that fail. Hold yeah. on one second. Let's go to Stacy. Good morning, Stacy. Hey guys. Hey girl. Okay. Oh my god. Whatever you're having today, give me two of those. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Stacy, who do you want to play against? I want to play against Riley. Okay. Woo. All right. Here we go. Uh, 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 mm, 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 mm. Okay, Stacey, I'll start with you. If you have a wife, she is most likely to cheat on you with which of the following people? A, a colleague, B, the bartender, C, the babysitter, or D, an in-law? I'm going to go with colleague. That is correct. Oh, uh, yucky. mm -hmm. Don't cheat, y'all. Yeah, but I think it probably just has to do with like access right like well yeah be because especially and... if you're in a pandemic those are the only people that you're around mm -hmm. all right i mean if best friend has been a choice i probably would have picked that oh that's true too <laughs> no i agree with that uh let's go with number two stacy for you the most dangerous job in the united states kills about 135 people per 100,000 workers what is it 
A, logging, B, roofing, C, commercial fishing, or D, steel working? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, logging? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. you're good. Okay, Stacy. let's go next one then. Um, Interesting. Being stuck in a bad marriage also has what weird side effects on the body? Is it A, makes people dumber? B, arguments make uh, arguments make wounds heal slower. C, oddly makes people's hair grow faster. Or D, hating your spouse causes you to act more recklessly behind the, re- uh, the wheel. Oh, my God. All of the above? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with D. The arguments, arguments make wounds heal slower? No, 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 the D, the bad driving. Oh, that is incorrect. Okay, so oh. Riley, to you now. I was going to say that too, the reckless behind the wheel. So it's it's either A, makes you uh, dumber, B, wounds heal slower, or C, makes hair grow faster. Makes hair grow faster? Incorrect. Back to you, Stacy. God. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to go with the weird wound one, because that's weird, and it sounds crazy. It mm. is. Arguments make wounds heal slower. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know. That, that's going to be a Dr. Oz question, I mean, I guess I it's like the stress yeah, in the body sure. would cause things to heal slower, yeah. because your body's working out the stress versus the wound? Yeah, I suppose. And just like, yeah, because you have so much other stuff going on. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do... Mm, Poor Marshall. Oh, man. I do, we'll, do, we'll do one more. Okay. This is so, these are good. All right, Stacey, to you. What's okay. <laughs> what's the most popular day of the week to watch adult content? <laughs> Is it A Friday, B Saturday, C Sunday, or D Monday? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Well, it's not Sunday because people are at church. I hope maybe uh, no. Well, this I don't guy know. Is... Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Friday, Friday night. Is incorrect. N- nothing right. better to do. Oh. Well, back to you, Riley. I'm gonna say Mondays because Mondays suck, and it'll get you through Mondays. I guess a little it bit. It is Monday. Okay. It is Monday oh, indeed. Hopefully yes. not at work. No, <laughs> I hope not. That'd be ishy. Uh, Stacy, thank you so much for playing. I'm gonna put you in hold for my mansion. Okay. Woohoo! Thanks, guys. This might be one of those things that would have been better to come out. Um, more in like the beginning of the year, but I think it's still important. So Psychology Today, whom we love, by the way, um, things to let go of this year. So the things to let go of in 2021, who, who, who. So um, the one of them, they have three big ones. There's a a whole list, but the three big ones I think are huge. Uh, Hiding your desire for a long-term relationship. Oh man! <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? Was Crap, that the, the ghost sh- of relationship past? For a while, like I wanted to pretend as if I was so independent that I didn't need, I didn't have the need anymore for a long-term relationship. Now, granted, was it good for me to take that break and like work on myself? But I also wanted to pretend like I don't need no man. I am fulfilled mm-hmm. by myself, which that was probably about four months before I found Marshall. So. Yeah, I just think I think it's okay for you to want that. I think so many times yeah. people are like, you just have to be independent and you have to just care about yourself. It's all right to have a goal of wanting that relationship. I feel like it's just going about it the right way. Well, you can be independent and mm. still be in a long term relationship. I exactly, think that's like, like the, that's uh, true. I totally felt like I was a complete person before I met Marshall, but now that I am with my future husband, baby daddy, I'm like, he literally does enhance my life, and that's wow. okay. It makes you a lot happier because this I'm, is true. Shut your face. 
they say hiding interest and taking things to the next level with somebody isn't doing doing you or them any favors. And they kind of go on to so say they play games basically. Yeah, or but like reach. also it's like if you want to be serious, like don't hide that for fear of being desperate. They say. Yeah. Um, would you want to waste your time with somebody that would be scared off of the idea of going Facebook official? So instead of worrying about coming oh, across yeah. as desperate, you should be more worry about spending time about spending time and money on someone that's not on the same page as you. And also send the good morning that's text. So true. If you think about them when you wake up in the morning, send the text. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That that is like that's a funny thing about like uh, that's one thing for me like being a business major. One of the one things about relationships I'm like out is like if if it's wasting money like it's, it's on some serious like especially if, it, if you're working for your own money and like if you're it doesn't what matter do you if mean you're a man or woman wasting money what does that what, mean yeah, yeah what do you but, mean wasting like, money if, if you're in a, a relationship you're not happy with and oh by the way you're footing the bill for stuff don't oh like, yeah why would you do that like I have female friends who who are like breadwinners and pay for their guy stuff and they're miserable in the relationship like you, know, girl, yes. you work for your money you don't pay for his crap the perfect example of this is and you're gonna draw a jaw drop when Pink did her funhouse tour for the first round because she be did two I couldn't go because if I didn't pay for my ex boyfriend's ticket then I wasn't allowed to go either so I nope. didn't go that uh, that is yeah. and that's why he's an ex exactly. mm-hmm. he did give me Pink though well there well I guess that works the too. dog. Um, um, the next thing they say, ooh, the idea that certain traits can't be changed. So if you think your fears and personality quirks something you can't fix, think again. Studies show people are fully capable of building or developing many different traits. Huh. So instead of thinking you're doomed to a life being a bad public speaker or someone who's always late, Riley, hey, take those traits. Hey, I'm tra- not late. <laughs> what are you talking about? We waited for your kid for like three years, I feel like, Riley. I'm just, I'm just saying. You say to uh, take those traits on head. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's true. I I've, think there's certain things you can learn, but I think there's certain things you'll never let go of. Like, I feel like you can learn patience. I feel like you can learn perseverance. You can learn discipline, mm-hmm. but like certain Certain things in terms of like characters of being oh, sure. spicy or yeah. being like very outspoken. I don't think you unlearn those. Yeah, I mean, I think you can always get better at things, but there's a, like everybody has a limit. That's a, yeah. a crappy thing you realize when you're older. Like, there's everybody has that limit where you really not can go much over it. Yeah. Like, like for hockey, there's only a certain limit that I'll ever hit in my life where it's like probably won't be as good as Alex Obechkin's. It's, 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 it's just like the reality. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, uh, the last thing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let go of in 2021 grudges at work. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That might take a minute. Petty conflicts are only holding you back and adding stress that you simply don't need. It takes more energy to maintain anger than to find peace. I think that's, that's so true, true yeah. though. That's true. Yeah, th- th- this uh, psychologist was saying that. So let bygones be guy, get bygones. Use the energy to, uh, to free up. Oh, use your free up energy to crush things at work instead. I will say this, and not to pat myself on the back because I rarely do. I think that one of my traits that I like about myself the most, I'm really good at taking things, taking slights, and using it as motivation. Yeah, and like that to me is like yeah, yeah that's I know, that's I don't think it comes. I may come across as vengeful. It's not meant to be, but it's like. That motivates I mean, me more than anything. Whatever drives you drives you. That's yeah, just and, it. Oh, but that that kind of stuff. I've always said, like, if you really don't like me, that, like, this this don't don't, don't try mess with me. me. Now I'm like, I'm gonna go a bazillion times harder. And there we are. This is it is what it is. So <laughs> I think this makes sense. I do too. In the words of uh, Queen Elsa, so we want, you, we want you to be happy, friend. We believe in love. We want you to be treated well. That's why we do War of the Roses on your morning show. It could be a 10-year relationship. It can be a 10-month relationship. Or in this case, 
Oh, with Kendra, it could be three months, but it's never a good sign when your boyfriend's wife reaches out to see if he's cheating yeah. with you. War the roses on your morning show. Roses are red. Violets are blue. When we call your man, he'd better choose you. Kendra, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, um, often, like, when we play roses back in the air, somebody will text in saying they probably didn't need roses. And there is a point where it's like, if you have to do War of the Roses, maybe that's probably your answer. But in, th- in this case, you're not trying to find out if Chris is cheating. You're saying you know, without a shred of doubt, he is 100% cheating. Yeah, he really is. He sure is. Okay. Um, you no seem doubt. very matter-of-fact of that. So, um, we've been dating for how long? Um... I don't really want to say because I don't want you guys to judge me. No, I can judge you. No judgment. Um, all right, look, it's been three months. Okay, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Okay. But you know he's cheating because why? Um, I, I spoke to his wife. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, um and did you find her red flag. or did she find you? No, she found me. I had no idea that he was married. Um, she, you know, the usual. She was going through his phone and read some text that seemed suspicious. Like, you know, like he changed my name to something else. I don't even remember what it was right now. But um, he changed my name to something else. And then she got, you know, like that little women's intuition. And she reached out to me and we talked. I don't mean to sound this. Uh, this isn't come across the wrong way by me and sincerity. Was she cool about it? Like, is she mad at you, or is she like, okay? I, if, does she believe you had nothing to do with it, or you know about it? Yeah, no, that was that was really a plus. Okay, because you know how usually they go after the woman, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, I was innocent bystander. Like, yeah. I was just, you know, <laughs> I had no yeah. idea, and she realized she had no idea, and and I think you know. She just she had she must have had a feeling, otherwise she wouldn't have gone through this phone in the first place, right? Yeah. Okay. And then um, mm-hmm. you, uh, you don't say in the in the email, but one of you put a tracker on his car, allegedly. Right. And we know that that the, the the car has gone to at least one other house that we don't know where it is, or we don't know who it is. Right, and that's why I need you guys because I need to find out where, who is this other person. Like, there's three of us. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Kendra, I think that's, you know, I don't know if we need much more of a background information than this. It's, it's, it's a smoking gun. So I'll call him and offer him the roses if he sends them to um, you. Or can I ask, what's, um, what is the, his wife's name, just so I have that? Janice. Okay, Janice. So if he sends, if he sends you or Janice, I'll try and get more of them, but we'll uh, we'll go from there, okay? Okay. I will call him next in your morning show. It's War of the Roses on your morning show. Kendra, I'm going to recap this uh, real quick. So you and Chris have only been dating for three months, but his wife reached out to you. So we like know for a fact he's cheating, um, but you, uh, I, I believe you sound like a believable person. You had no idea he was married prior to her reaching out, right? No. I mean, you know, he told me he was divorced. Okay. So, um, and uh, she, uh, you guys put a tracker on the car, so you know he's going to at least one more person's house, right? Yes. Okay. Definitely one other person. All right, so let's call him. See who it is. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello. Hi, calling for Chris, please. Uh, this is he. Chris, my name is Nate with YMS Flowers. How are you? Um, great. Perfect. <laughs> What's going on? Perfect, perfect. Listen, uh, we are a local flower shop in the area trying to survive these uncertain times. And uh, we did some uh, you know, social media uh, mining, if you will. And uh, you popped up as somebody who's checked in at businesses in our area. And so I'm calling to say a really cool special offer for you, a free bouquet of a dozen red roses that you can send to anybody in the continental United States. And it's just kind of um, our way of um, planting our seed in you and letting you know that we are here next time you need flowers uh, for real. Wait, let me get this straight. I'm getting free flowers to send to anybody, and I don't have to like give you a credit card number or any of that stuff. No, not at all. So the idea again, it's like um, it's like a paying it forward type thing. So we hope that if we you know water right. water the seed in you, as as we say in the flower industry, and give you our green thumb, that you will um one day need flowers for like a birthday or anniversary. Um, like a, I'm sorry, whatever it is, and then you think of us, and in that way, it's like it's almost like recycling. Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, I mean, yeah, if it's like that, then yeah, uh, that's cool. That, okay. that works. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so they are um, they are a dozen. Uh, they are red. They are romantic. There's also a card on them as well. So we start with the card. You just need the first name of the person you want to send these uh, bad boys to. Uh, let's see. Um, Usually it's like, again, it's girlfriend, wife, um, fiance, something like that. It's a romantic, so. Um, yeah. Nobody, nobody come to mind. I don't, um, um, you could. Um, wow. Uh, how about? Um, you seriously um, can't think of anybody right now? No. What? Uh, what what's what's going on? Wait. What's go- what, what do you mean? What's going? Oh, oh my god. Okay, so you know that, Chris. Fail. Um, before we go any further, man. My name is Intern John uh, Riley Rose here as well. We're recording this for the show. Who is, uh, hey. who, who do you think, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, Chris, who do you think that is okay. on the other line? What? It sounds like Kendra. I mean, okay. that's, okay. but and, I don't and, understand and, why she's okay. on the okay. line. Can you think of my name to send me the roses? Well, let's ask, let me ask you this, Chris. Who is Kendra to you? <laughs> well, she's a friend. I mean, she, oh, she's friend. a friend. A romantic, oh, a romantic oh, friend. A friend. Oh my God. A friend. And who, who is Janice to you, Chris? Well, Janice is Janice is like my my best friend. Oh, I mean, your best oh, friend? No, my the, God. no, 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 no. Right now. That you happen to be married to? Huh? Well, well, I mean, we're we're 
we're kind of separated, and 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 oh, it's kind yeah. of an open an open thing, you know. But I don't think and, so. And Is it though? Do you want to know why we're here, Chris? Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, it's, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, Kendra, how did you find out that Chris was married? Janice, your wife, not your best friend. She called me. <sighs> All right. Um, look. Um, like, like I was telling you, we are, we are. Mm. Janice and I are we're, we are best friends, but we're we're kind of separated. It's a, it's an it's an open type of a relationship thing. Yeah, okay, but and but, but, but here's the thing. That's not what she told me. But also, Chris, it wouldn't That's be. Not what she told it, it's not an open relationship if Kendra doesn't know. Like that, that'd be like. Well, mm-hmm. And also, who's the third house? Yeah. I don't. What are you talking Janice about? Janice said that there's somebody else too. Oh. Hmm. What? Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, bro, they have the GPS stuff, so I mean, I, at this point, this is easier just to come clean. Well, I didn't sign up for no polyamory thing with you. Look, no, no. It, what? what you, whose house am I supposed to be going to? I don't understand. Yours. Yeah. Your house. I. I mean, I spend I spend a lot of time at my buddy's Ray's house. We watch like. Sports and stuff together. Yeah, your buddy Ray. Right? What's your favorite? Yeah. T- what's your favorite Are you team? Sleeping with him too? Oh <laughs> no, no. So I, I just go over there. Why are you hesitating when I ask you that? Because I don't. It, it, I mean, you Ray isn't like Rachel. Where I'm going? That's kind of creepy. Is it Ray isn't Rachel? No, no. It's uh, my buddy. My buddy Ray, a guy from work. Okay. And and I uh-huh. go to his house. We watch. Game. What what's, what what kind of what kind of sports do you guys watch? Most of the hockey, most of the time. Oh really? Hockey. Okay. Who's yeah. your favorite? Who's your favorite team, bro? Uh, uh, the the Penguins, uh, P- Pittsburgh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And what's the what's the last game you watched? <laughs> who who, who was Pittsburgh playing? You you um, sound so fake right now. Wait, yeah. Hold on. It's this is good. Couple, it's, been, it's been a couple nights. Um, been a couple nights. Yeah. Um, well, well, you can still the last uh-huh. game though. Uh, uh, I think Calgary. I think that's the last game we won. Yeah, no. yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, you think, but could not, be. I don't know. Could be wrong though. Listen, uh, Chris, I, I don't believe a word you're saying. Uh, we already knew we were cheating. <laughs> this is just further proof. Yep. Kendra, Kendra, I'm sorry we couldn't get the third, but I'm sure you can just drive the house and ask. No, but I mean, don't. I mean, you got to. not even worth it. You don't even want to hear my side of this? I no, mean, Chris, on. we've been trying to hear your side this whole damn time, sir. Your time is up. No, Get but you, no, you won't let me. Bye. Uh, you won't let me. Bye. War of the Roses is pre-taped and possibly edited for broadcast with permission granted from all participants. Want more roses? Go to YMSRadio.com. It is the biggest uh, award show, and we are so proud to be part of it. Our iHeartRadio Music Awards comes to Fox May 27th. Next Wednesday, April 7th, 9 a.m., find out which of your favorite artists have been nominated. I have a couple in mind, but I don't want to say anything and jinx them because the Samaras has some very uh, good years the last 12 months. So the award show itself, May 27th. Next Wednesday, April 7th, 9 a.m., find out which of your favorite artists have been nominated for iHeartRadio Music Awards. I want to do uh, the voicemails in a second. So if you want to leave us a show voicemail, if there's something you've always want to ask or something you always wanted to know, you can call 877-823-8477. 877-823-8477. We're going to open the show voicemails in a moment on your morning show. Does it make me a nerd that, like, I get excited when I see, like, fun facts? Is that, like, a, I don't know if that's, no, like, a nerdy I think thing. No, it's but, fine. Like, but especially, like, this one was, um, 
like food and drink that was accidentally invented. Like it wasn't meant to be, which by, oh, yeah. by the way, okay. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm from Minnesota. I don't know if I told you that. I don't know if we talked about it enough. Um, Minnesota, home of 3M, Scott Shave. Do you guys know why Post-it notes are made? Oh, I think I did know this, but I don't anymore because it was in a movie at some point. I don't know if it was right, though, if it was in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I can't too. remember. So uh, the guy, the scientist was making Post-it notes. I think He was trying to make something else. He was supposed to make something else, and he kept writing down notes so he wouldn't forget things, and he made an adhesive. He made post-it notes so he wouldn't forget what he was trying to work on. Ah. So as far as, he had all these notes on his desk taped with the adhesive, like, what is this? He goes, oh, it's just a, a note that I posted. And there it was, post-it notes. Ha-ha. The, uh, okay, some of these, again, I, I, is it real? Who knows? Let's assume it's real. Chocolate chip cookies were an accident. So oh. one of the stories goes mm, that Ruth... Happy accident. Well, absolutely. Ruth Wakefield was baking um, chocolate cookies for her guests, only run out of powdered baker's chocolate, which huh. I guess... I, I don't... Is that this what you made for chocolate cookies? I Probably? guess. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. So she decided to break okay. up Nestle's semi-sweet chocolate bar. As some kitchen experiments do, it turned out to be semi-disappointment as the chocolate pieces only melted slightly, retaining their shape. But guests love the cookies. Next thing you know, the recipe is in the Boston newspaper. What a happy accident. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of crazy, right? It's just like, how much of that stuff just happened because you're planning to do something else and this worked better? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be honest, I'll eat any kind of cookie. I don't know if I, I, there's not a cookie I have that's like, I would never eat that I've again. I've had a couple of recipes that are in my repertoire work out that way that it was just stuff that I had in the fridge. I'm like, let me just try this out. Let, let me see. Let me just make a bold statement. The greatest cookie of all time, excluding chocolate chip. Uh, my mom makes the peanut butter cookies with the chocolate kiss on for Christmas. Uh, oh my! Oh, Riley. those are good. I, those? I have. Mm-hmm. I'm not a peanut butter person. Those are no. so yum. Like so peanut butter, good. my PB and J, and that's about it. And they're kind of small, so it's like if I, I have ten, it's basically one. Right. Uh, okay. So coffee apparently was an accident. So oh, I guess thank God for that accident. They say huh. it, um, as this is again according to legend. It originated in Ethiopia. Centuries-old legend has it that a goat herder noticed his goats become very energetic, not sleep at night after eating the berries of this particular tree. He reported this to a monastery. Soon after, everybody was sipping on this uh, simulating drink that helps them stay awake long hours of eating prayer. And soon after that, coffee reached uh, the Arabian Peninsula. I will say, I did a mission trip in Guatemala high school, hmm. and like we picked coffee... I don't know what the hell we like coffee beans basically. Beans? Yeah, and if you chew the, like the beans and not like the beans you get at Starbucks, like the actual like berry, uh-huh. it gives you a little bit of a buzz. Like Does it's a little it? bit of like a yeah, it's, it's right in the thing. Uh, cheese puffs, top, to top ten drunk snack of all time. Cheese puffs got to be on that list. Really, top ten? So oh good. Gosh, are amazing, dude. Facts. So according to one account, cheese puffs, as we've come to know them, were actually food for animals. Like, really? Okay. Really? Uh, in the 1930s, Edward Wilson from Company, Wisconsin, uh, producing partially cooked animal feed, decided to taste the puffed mashed corn kernel himself by adding some seasoning. Realized it was actually not that bad. It can make a decent snack. Interesting. I 100% believe this. Yeah. Because it's like every now and then, it's like, like Chewy's dog food is like meat stuff, and I smell like, if worse came to worse, I could probably eat this and be fine. You would eat it. Right. And like, could you imagine? Like, I was like, eh, I might as well just yeah, go and uh, get cheese puffs, leave it to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I could I, I could 100% see that. Um, okay, well, nachos. Oh, mm, well, yeah, that's the, kind of like one of those throw-together things. The urban uh, fairy tale, how this was uh, born, was uh, Ignacio, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, Nacho Anaya oh. Garcia, who was working in the kitchen uh, in Mexico when handful military wives from a nearby base, passed the restaurant for a snack. With the chef nowhere to be seen, he threw together some tortillas, taco cheese, jalapenos, and named it Nachos Especialis. <laughs> so that's Nachos. I like that's, that. Again, it, 
I hope these name. are all real because that that's pretty like if that's for real like that's pretty dope. Like, yeah. That's, okay. Um, waffle cones, which by the way, oh yes. Can't, I mean, if, if yum. If you get offered a waffle cone or a sugar cone, you, you have you, to. If you go sugar cone, get out. Yeah. Just leave. Like let, watching them being made yeah. is like the coolest thing. Especially, I, I mean, I haven't had an ice cream cone in a minute. But I mean, I was also always denied the upgrades with that stuff when I was little. So now, as an adult, um, that I can well, spend the extra fifty yes. cents, I'm gonna do Especially it. Especially they have like the the melted milk ball in the bottom of it, so. Like, it blocks from leaking out the bottom. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. like that's the extra treat right there. Uh, they say we wouldn't have had a choice of what to get our ice cream served in a Kona cup if not for a Syrian uh, pastry vendor, Ernest Hamway, in uh, the 1904 St. Louis World Fair. Among many different stories, although says uh, it is a brainchild made in a hurry. Ice cream seller and booth next to him ran out of dishes to serve ice cream in, so he quickly rolled up one of his freshly baked waffle-like pastries that cooled down, and, it was, and that was the ice cream. So, cool. like, it says... Again, mm. I would like. I'm not going to do any extra research on it. But I'm going to assume this was right because right. it's pretty awesome. That's why I'm not kind of on all these foods. So there's nothing about how kale was made. Oh, yeah, right. Let's do another round of uh, your morning show uh, voicemails. So if you uh, have a question you want to ask us, anything at all, the voicemail number is 877-823-8477. Because a lot of stuff, um, stuff we forget about or just like stuff we didn't realize we didn't explain enough, it's, it's kind of like a refresher for us as well. So 877-823-8477. Uh, um, let's go to Lauren. Hey, guys. This is Lauren. I just want to let you guys know how much I love you, and I'm so grateful that I get to listen to you guys on the way to work and your podcast, but... I just want to know what's what do you love most about your job? Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Riley, do you want to go first? I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy and pageant wave esque, but I honestly want to say my favorite thing is like connecting with people. Like we haven't mm. really been able to do it as much because of COVID, because we used to be able to like see people at concerts and hug people and like chat about things we talked about on the show. But now it's sort of like when we get the DMs or like, hey, I heard this from you and you really helped me, or like, no, like what you said really, really meant something and moved me in some sort of way because. All too often, we get stressed out with this job because it's not always the easiest. Yeah. And then when somebody does that, it's like, okay, dang, this is why I do this. Like this. Yeah, absolutely. We're here, well, this, this is the reason. I think I think that's uh, that's more than fair. Rose, yeah, how about you? That's. I was going to say the exact same thing: connecting with people and also being able to have a platform to speak about important things like. Um, for me, like autism awareness is a big one. And then also recently I've been like talking more about like my miscarriage and other people who have been like going through the same things or are going through the same things. They're reaching out like, thank you so much for talking about this because it, no, no one talks about it. So that's what I like most. Yeah. I mean, my kind of ties in everybody else's thing. It's just, um, it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You don't know the impact you have on somebody until they tell you. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like very doing like the comedy thing for me will always be like, it's very cool that people come out to shows, buy merch with Chewy's face on it, and then come back to more or come to multiple shows. Yeah. yeah. And then like, and like wait for the meeting. So that to me probably is, uh, that's a really good question, by the way. Thank you uh, to Lauren. Totally. Uh, this one doesn't have a name. Good morning, guys. I listen to you all all the time on the podcast. And I know one of the questions has been posed as what you all would do had you not gone into radio. But my question is, what would you see each other doing based on their personality and why had they not gone into radio? Oh, okay. So what would we think each other would be doing if we had not gone into radio? I can go first, I think. I think Riley would be good um, as a stylist, like a personal stylist. I think that'd be really good because like it'd be... uh, it would come with love, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't be sugarcoated. <laughs> no, you're right. And because I wouldn't put you in something that you didn't look good in. No, and Rose, and I say this with the utmost respect. Like you know, like the okay. book fair lady who would do like the bookmobile thing. I think you'd be good with that because you're good with kids and like the books. Just <laughs> okay. seems like because that was always like the fun thing. It was always like a very nice, like warm person that would be there to like help you find books and stuff. So I think yeah. you'd be good at like that. So that, that that's what I think oh, off, off the top of the head. Uh, Riley, why don't you go next? So the first, I have like a two-parter. The first one's sort of obvi, but you kind of already do this, so it doesn't count. You'd be coaching some sort of sport, 100%. Awesome. Yeah. But the second one, it's the greatest uh, job in the world. I think you would have been a dad already. Oh, man. I know. Oh, oh man. That is, that's, that's so weird no, to think. No, I'm like, serious, I, though, because I feel like you're married to your career right mm-hmm. now. I do think you want to be a dad someday, right. and I think that you'd be great at it. I think if not for the craziness that is radio moving around and the crazy hours, and trust me, I know what it takes a lot to be a parent. So I think, yeah, you would have been a dad already. That'd be, that'd be wild. Like right now, my oh, kid come on. You'll is, be good he's at sleeping it. next to me, so that's fine because he's going to be sleeping. As in Chewy, the dog. <laughs> that'd be wild to have a kid right now. So that that is, okay, I mean, that's fair though. Okay, Rose, your turn. Um, well, John, I see you as, because you tested out of math in college, I could see you yeah. being like a math teacher and then doing like coaching after school. Um, and then for Riley, I feel like you would have to be your own kind of boss. Like you mm. wouldn't <laughs> want to be under somebody. So whether that's like the fashion, like John was saying, or like selling things, like I feel like you would be really good at collecting like vintage things and then reselling them. Oh, mm, Okay. Um, uh, oh man, there's there's so many good ones. Uh, 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 um, yeah, this is from Annie. Next message. Hi, morning show. My name is Annie. Um, Hi, Annie. So I listen to you guys every day. 
And so I just had a question. Who is the most different off the air? My man. And that, uh, who's uh, the most different off the air? Different? I don't know. Uh, uh, um, I don't know I either. I think we Maybe? all are pretty much ourselves Me? on air as we are off air. I think if anybody, John. How am I different off the air than because on air? Because you're more of a recluse than you think you are. Not a recluse. That's a, <laughs> that was a dramatic word. I just feel like you would think hearing you on the air, you're charismatic, you're zany, you're nuts, you're turd. But yes. I don't feel like you would think that John would walk into a room and be like, hey, look at me. And that's not you. A hundred percent, like almost to the exact opposite. You're kind of like chill in that sense that you don't need to walk into a room and be like, y'all, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. It's not really like that. No, I like being a center of attention. I can control it. Like legitimately. Like if I, like, if, if it's like the show or I'm like, that's a little different. Hence what I mean. In the microphone, yeah. you can control it out in the real world. Not so much. Also, radio is a weird thing where it's like. We're either known or not known. There's not an in between. So it's like I would never want to walk in the room unless you like have like that Justin Timberlake like known. Mm-hmm. Like he can walk in the room and be wacky and zany. Go, that's freaking Justin Timberlake. If you don't have yeah. that, people are like who's this doucher? Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like who's this? Like, when Will Smith walked in, in Minneapolis, he walked in the studio and he just walked in around the air. And goes, "Hey, I'm well." Like yeah, he can do that. But like mm-hmm. somebody else yeah. would be like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Because yeah. Will Smith, it's like he really can do whatever he wants. So I guess um. Yeah, I, okay. I own the yeah, I nobody comes to mind for me that like oh they're they're vastly different. So, um yeah. I guess Annie Annie that you stumped us. So, that's the uh that's why I love doing voicemails though. If you have one for us, whatever the question is, 877-823-8477. 877-823-8477. It's your morning show. Next Wednesday, we're going to know exactly who has been nominated. Your morning show is going to give you the artist for iHeartRadio Music Awards. The awards show happens on May 27th on Fox. Next Wednesday, April 7th, 9 a.m., we tell you exactly who has been nominated. You're going to be very excited. Mm-hmm. Next Wednesday, so 9 a.m., right here, your morning show. The nominations for iHeartRadio Music Awards. This might cause some uh, a little bit of a stir, but why you need a work spouse? Talk about it in a moment on your morning show. You- this is one of those uh, things where I think like your mind's going to change about a million times back and forth. Before I get into the actual story, and this, uh, there's a lot of research done into this. First of all, I appreciate you listening to your morning show. That's number one. Um, Riley, yeah, does making more money make people happier? No. Does money buy happiness? So no? Why, no. Do you, why do you say no? I mean, I feel like being comfortable with money buys happiness for sure. But there is true words never spoken with the more money, more problems thing. Because I feel like the more you have sometimes, the more you want. It kind of depends on your mindset mm, in a sense. Okay. Because like I, in terms of money, would like to make a little more to be comfortable, mm-hmm. college education, pay off my house. But would I necessarily want like... Kim Kardashian money? Probably not. Because then I feel like nothing touches you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a private jet wouldn't touch you. A 16 karat rock doesn't touch you. It, it doesn't, like, you don't see the world from a different sense yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah, I guess that. We've talked about this, especially last year, too. It's like, I've always found it funny how, like, we're so quick to, like, when celebrities endorse a product or a political candidate or a cause, like, this person is endorsing this. Jim Smith. And, like, you know how out of touch celebrities are? And mm-hmm. it's like, and, like 
it is yeah. baffling sometimes the things they post. I mean, Vanessa Hudgens, the beginning of COVID, was like, oh, this is a couple people die, but it's, we can't cancel trips. Yeah. I mean, oh, like, yeah. Or, I forgot again, about that. I will, I will always say before you trust a celebrity's judgment, look no further than that stupid Imagine video last year yes. where they all thought, want well, to know what? Let's sing about this song's about simplicity <sighs> and being in this together. Okay. Let me go outside my mansion in Malibu and yeah. say, imagine there's no possessions. Yeah. It's easy if you try and not realizing yeah. that. So I feel like I, I when, you, that, when you get to that certain sense of wealth, it's just like you're just always thirsting for the next thing. But we talked about this too. I remember Rose had the story because the, the, was the, the jackpot was like $750 million. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it, it, was, the it was wild. Like million. And Crazy. They, yeah, and they were talking about like what happens when you become a, like a millionaire like that. And one of the big things this guy had said who works with people in the lottery is you just kind of lose touch with yourself because you no longer relate to your yeah. friends or your family, which yeah. I think exactly. is like so. in that in between. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rose, so to you, does money make, uh, can money buy happiness essentially? Absolutely not. Okay. No, no way in hell. The same thing as Riley. Like, yeah, you might feel like, oh, you might finally feel like a little satisfied, but you're never going to feel fully satisfied by money. You're going to be more satisfied by relationships and experiences rather than having the cash. Well, I, I mean, it's one of those things. Cause I, again, I've been broke. Like, I've eaten the tuna packets. I've been eating, like, when they bring, like, ice cream to the radio station. Like, that was, like, food for a week. I've been... So from that, it's it's funny. It's like new. But would you say you were unhappy then? No, I think like I always was like, oh, if I had more money, I'd be happier. I think it's just like there's there's this new problems. That's so more money, more problems. Like yeah, that's there's, the there's new problems. Yeah, pastures greener on the other yeah. side syndrome. Well, and then you also feel like you need things that you didn't need before. Like what? Well, it's just like in terms of. I really like nice face wash now, right? Because I've worked hard enough to where if I want to get a nice bottle of face wash, I'm going to. Whereas before, I was fine with the $2.99 Neutrogena in Walgreens. But now, do I want the nicer one? Yeah. Do I feel slighted if I don't get that nicer one? A little bit. So here's what the, the reason, I don't disagree. What the research said was each dollar a person makes matters the same to them. And that feeling applies to everyone living paycheck to paycheck and folks bringing in six figures. It's Ooh. only when you start equating money and success that you start feeling less happy. So Woo! like that probably is a mm. thing too. Like I, and this is like, Poor me, but I imagine like when the Forbes list comes out, it's got to be a bit of an ego thing. If you're, I'm only worth a hundred million dollars. This person's with, again, first world problem. Yeah, but I guess there like, was a whole fight. Kanye West yeah. was like, "No, I am a billionaire. Right. I got the receipts. I am like he wanted that status, even though it literally did not matter." The one thing that so this researcher said, and I, I guess I agree with this, is like. Um, what money really buys people is that it adds uh, that adds to their happiness is flexibility. So when you have that's more money, true. you can have more choices about how to live yeah. your life. Yeah, I will like, surely you know, say that. Like so. in terms of that's true. Like having kids. Okay, do I want to go on a date with my future husband? Yes. If I don't have the money for it, I can't do it. Yes, I guess that's kind of like the. There it is. If you listen, if you um, have a lot of money and you aren't happy, you can throw this, some our way. You can just Venmo the show. Yeah, we'll take that. our DMs at YMS Radio, and we'll we'll see if it makes us happy. I think that's the only way. It's, okay. it's science. Problem is solved right there. I don't know if I want to open this can of worms, but you want to know what? What? Let's um, do it. So I, I think this is kind of bound to happen. The work spouse, Riley, explain what a work spouse is. I mean, it's basically the person you're closest to at work. You spend a lot of hours with them. You probably confide in them every once and again. It's sort of like this work marriage situation without the sexual seduction happening. Right. It's yeah. That's the uh, that's the 
Yeah, it's just that person you can go to. We've had um, women call in before and say they love their husband's work spouse because they deal with all the BS so that he just... <laughs> Doesn't have to de- like, doesn't so they don't have to deal with the complaining. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and I, I, we have women say too like they use it as like the work spouse usually will tell the husband when he's being an idiot. Yeah, which is like very helpful too. That's but, true. But now though, because we already had studies about how they're saying the office affair is a thing of the past because everybody is virtual, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit difficult. From home. Uh, there is a study out about why you need a virtual work spouse now more than ever because we're all doing the distance thing. So let's, um, let me go over the, the reasons uh, they say. First, the reason they say is the benefits are real. So research shows people who have a best friend at work are happier, healthier, and seven times more likely to feel engaged with their jobs. Um, obviously, that was made before remote okay. working. So um, they're saying the talking face to face doesn't matter as much. Is having a person who can trust and confide in. I was going to say that. Like, I feel like the connectivity at work, whether it's virtually or in person, when you can like bounce your gripes off on somebody else, it might propel you to be like wanting to work harder for that company or that situation or that team. I have a lot of like long distance work spouses, I feel like, that I talk to nearly daily and just to be that work in the same industry. And just to be like, oh, everybody else is going through the same thing, too. It's not just yeah. me, but I'm yeah. lonesome. But I, I get that. I mean, it's also nice. My parents were lucky that they actually worked together. Did and they, they really? Yeah. And they've been married how long? 33 years. That they worked, really they worked together at a newspaper dolls. and at the college. They shared an office, too. So oh. that was like the weird thing growing up, though, was like, Realizing they all knew the same people and knew the same like oh like they like know they're in each other's world so there's no really like each other. (laughs) Well, you know at this point I feel like it's it's a sunk cost. Okay, (laughs) stop. (laughs) No, they're adorable together. Um, yeah, thirty three. That's so awesome. Thirty three or thirty four years this year. Um, quality of life boost. So, um, would it help to get over the awkwardness of messaging coworkers to be friends if you knew that having a work spouse is better than a six? Figure raise. Okay, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Well, really? I mean, yeah, but, but but like to be fair though, like I, um, I've had people try to be like, but money, money. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a simple kid from Minnesota. I don't need money. If I'm not happy, I'm not going to do something. So yeah, like, money is not everything. Like you, if you gave me a hundred, if you pay a hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollars today, by hey, my job, I wouldn't do the job. Like if he if he gave me a, here's this check you gotta stay for two years I'm like yeah, I would hundred no. percent I, I don't think he would though dude. I have kids yeah, yes I would yeah she's got different yeah. priorities okay but you being miserable at work carries home though that is and very makes your true. home life home and then because you've told me before about you've been uh, past situations where you would be snappy with the lyric but it wasn't his fault it was because you're mad at work you know that is very true so I guess it would be to the degree of misery at work you know what I mean so if it's like yeah. medium misery that I could shake it off and it's a hundred thousand dollars okay but if it was a, a situation where it was like toxic every single day and I was crying and I was just broken every day I which I have been I get that point I'm just saying money does change you when you're a mom could imagine it'd be sucked to work in a place like that yeah it would really suck um (laughs) so then they say how to get a virtual work spouse this is got this is like there's like rules sounds so awkward yeah and that's kind of thing is like I really think that the term work spouse to me implies like I, I, I don't know it'd be romantic if it wasn't for this. This seems like really it's like how do you get that work best friend? Like yeah. it's just that best friend that's got your back, so on and so forth. Um, they say that the the best way to do is pick up your phone and reach out to them. So if you're never close to somebody at work though, now's your chance. Do you like propose? It's your work spouse. Like hey, will you be my hey, work let's spouse? Be friends. Give them a card or some candy. <laughs> I think the easiest way is like I reach out to people during Zoom calls where it's like multiple and be like blink once if you need to be saved. 
Like something like that is yeah. very simple. Like yeah. where it's like funny. We're in this together. We're all doing it. Say so put feelers out on something on Facebook. I don't know who the hell uses that. Right. Uh, for coworkers that you vibe with and strike up conversation be a messenger. Facebook must have paid for this. Ain't nobody talking on Facebook Messenger. No. I don't know. Facebook, you can try and make this a thing. Ain't nobody talking on Facebook Messenger unless it's talk to your relatives who are 90. Yep. Um, I think send each other memes. They also say, oh, they say dust off your LinkedIn and start looking for work boos oh, no. there. I just don't, I don't have no, LinkedIn. I haven't touched my LinkedIn in 10 years. But that, I guess, would be a good that, that, that could be a good situation to see people who are in a similar spot, though. I understand that, but yeah, they're saying reach out, but just please, if you have to think, is this okay? Don't send it. Don't. That's yep. a safe rule. Oh, I really like this. Um, Huffington Post had this. How to make sure your potential boss isn't a monster. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's nothing worse than, like, everything seems great in the interview, and then, like, you get to work, and, like, you walk in, like, nobody seems happy. It's like, okay, is something going on here? Hmm. They start by saying the future you thanks you for your service. So, the first thing they say is if they don't know who you are. So they give you the wait. Who are you again? Yeah. So everyone gets a bit of benefit of the doubt, especially this like past year. But if it's obvious the person you just put makeup on for, in, in that case, or got dressed for, has even glanced at your resume, proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. Working for someone who doesn't respect yeah. you, your time from the start, not ideal. Yeah, that would be the that would be like. Yep. I would just assume that, like, like how do you not even know that you have your interview yeah. or that like, you're hiring? Are you going to care about my career if you can't even like know my name when I'm in front of you? Especially if it's like. You're not even going to pretend to know what's going on? Mm-hmm. I, if I came in on my first day in well, in radio, it's not that surprising, though. Like, in radio, it would be like, oh, okay, this is kind of... Radio business is not run like any other business. No. It, it just isn't, for whatever no. reason. So they say, like, that's a huge sign. Uh, the second sign is um, you suddenly know their life. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, because I don't want... Like, do I want the separation. Like, I don't want to know about your dating mm-hmm. life. I don't want to know what drama you have. I don't know, like, how you voted. I don't care what's in your bank account. Like, that's I don't want to know. Well, they say um, if by the end of the interview you've heard about why their latest relationship ended. Oop, nope. They say this. Uh, oh, yeah, says that that's they, weird. They likely have no boundaries. Huh, uh, uh, yeah, because I think that's too, they say, yeah, they too say, much information. Well, they say it's because then you go into the boss or friend territory. I think it's yep. always weird when you first hang out with somebody and they like, it's like, I'm going to share something deep because then that way you have to. Yeah. I am not a big fan of like, or like the first time you have with like a coworker and like, I really hate Becky, and it's like almost like they're waiting for you to say you hate yeah, it too. Yeah, they it's want like, you no. to join in the hate train. Like, yeah, that, that to me is always, always, always been a sign something's off. Like, I'm not because if you're gonna talk to this, this is our first time hanging, and you're gonna spill that to me, you for sure gonna take anything I say and send it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So no, thank you. Uh, the third thing to say is you're, uh, they're not clear about your responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah, it's like they're going to ask for more of you. You know, like ask more of you than they have already said. When they say, if you, you deserve to know what a job will actually entail for you to take it, when a boss can't communicate the goals of the position, it does not bode well for day to day work stuff. That would be like if I was, if yeah. they didn't know exactly what I was supposed to do, like, well, how the hell am I supposed to know what to do? Yeah. I barely know what I'm supposed to do anyway. Like that. No, thank you. Uh, this, I think this one is a big one. They get weird when you ask about potential growth. So they don't want you to grow from jump? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, even if it's like, so they, the, the problem is they might see you as a robot that's going to punch a clock, like punch in, punch out. So they, mm-hmm. they can't articulate, especially if, if you, I always ask like, so the person I'm replacing, where'd they go? And like, because like, if it's like, yeah. oh, we don't, we, like we what don't, happened here first? We don't talk about that. But it's like, oh, they went on to do their own, whatever. It's like, oh, okay, like that, that, that seems yeah. okay then. Uh, this is a huge one too, I think. They act, they're doing you a favor. 
So like, because you are value. Like, listen, you're not paying to work. They're paying you to work there. They yeah. want you to work there. So they aren't doing you a favor. Like you're you you're very talented. They say this is an intimidation tactic. That's likely part of their leadership style. So they say the hiring hiring manager shouldn't tell you you're really really lucky you got the interview, Mm-mm. which is like yeah, but also oh no, the, you're lucky that, I came to the interview. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That goes both ways though, because it's like okay, this is like a really prestigious interview. Like you chose me, so obviously you're lucky them here too. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't like exactly. that exactly. Yeah, um, they say know your worth. This is probably the like the kind of most genius thing. They say do recon, just like your maybe boss is uh, checking your socials. Check out theirs. Yeah, see if you align with their Twitter hot takes. Look for oh, hints of like their work that. life balance on Instagram. That is massive. Yeah, that is huge. There's maybe, so much to see there too. By the way, if you ever found anything on a boss on social media, can you just text us nine nine three three eight? Oh, that'd be interesting. Riley, I think you did this most recently on on the the show, but there's a new study that house hunting is like going on a bunch of first dates. Oh hell yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Because you're going in, you're picking apart the decor, which could be like an outfit. You're picking apart like the insides of it, which could be somebody's like core beliefs. Mm-hmm. You're picking out the aesthetics, so like what they're like. As a person, their personality, like, are they funny? Oh, totally. This is like first dates. So they talked to this like uh, dating coach who gave a full like list of why. The first thing is you're thrilled when someone pairs you with a good match. Mm-hmm. So like meeting with a realtor mm-hmm. is like meeting with a matchmaker or a love coach. Oh yeah. You sit down, describe exactly what you're looking for, your dream partner. Well, because our realtor was just kind of like yeah. Riley. You know, you strike me as a person that's just going to want what you want when you want it. And I'm like, hmm. Yes, we match there. And he's like, okay. So your aesthetic, you're probably more modern than anything else. And I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was meeting the perfect realtor was like, I mean, because you're buying the biggest thing you're ever going to buy. So, mm-hmm. of course, you want it to be like a good match. They also say you've had luck using apps during your search. You know what you want, but realize it can't be too picky. Yeah. Um, you always watch out for red flags, which is that probably is a huge one because you do online research, like a potential dating match to do on the home and like the, the surrounding mm-hmm. area and the schools. And you analyze the inspection results and oh, something God. feels off. You trust yeah. your instinct that is probably the biggest thing too so it, it's like but that is it's, it is the same with dating though it's like then you get to google somebody dying well, see, in the house i wasn't the greatest at uh, red flags but well the, but it was worked so far now with the with, the, with i got the it right house. once that's all it takes uh, and then probably the most um the biggest way it's like house hunting or excuse me, like house hunting is like dating they said is you know it's important to take it slow so they say you shouldn't yeah. rush into big decisions with, uh, with partners or houses. Think of open houses like casual coffee dates. There's no pressure. You're just checking things out. That is a good way. I don't know. I don't know okay. if I ever did an open house though. I don't think I ever did. I did. Like, I did like at the I did thing. one. I have. I wonder if open houses are even a thing anymore though. Like not. I mean, with, during with, COVID, with like the, in the middle of it, it was like you had to wear little booties. You yeah. Had, like there yeah. was other people that were allowed in the open house. It was just you had to go like one by one. They say when you feel frustrated by the house hunting process, member there are plenty of bungalows in the cul-de-sac. Just like there's fish in the sea. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what does okay. that mean? Isn't a bungalow like a treehouse? I think. What's an actual? What's the actual definition of a bungalow? Um, let's see. Because bungalow sounds like it'd be a fun place to stay, like if it's on a beach, like a beach uh, getaway type situation. It's a low house with a board front porch. With a what front porch? With a board front porch. Okay. Or a small house like or has cottage like that. that is either single story or has a second story built in a sloping roof. Oh sure. That, okay. And, and now. See now, I knew that exactly. So yeah, there's plenty of bungalows in the cul-de-sac. So <laughs> if you um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense now. And then it's like, 
get looking at houses you can't afford, just kind of like scrolling through the Instagram feed. Like, oh, one day I'll be able to afford a $10 million house. No, John. Yeah. No day you will be able to. In, 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 Instagramable. Yeah, we're verified, but you probably shouldn't trust anything that John says. Connect with us at YMS Radio. If I miss it on the show, I download the podcast. Your morning show with John Riley and Rose. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.